everyone. We are back for the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show. And well, this week, my co-host Avira will not be in. He is missing in action. And wherever he is, I hope that, you know, he'll make a swift recovery and be back on back on the air. In the meantime, as always, we have our interim host, Noble. And for anyone who's in Germany, good morning, despite it being like 1 a.m. <laughs> At that point, you would just say, Guten Nacht. <laughs> so on, so on, so on, so on, so on. And, um, as always, joining us ever for the show, we have Ali. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Good to be back. Good to have you back again. Thanks. Yeah. Mm. I know. I know. There's been a lot that we've been missed. That has been missed the past week or so. And, well, not to speak ill of what uh, Kohosi is going through and everything else in between. You've seen the crazy skies up in, you know, New York, right? Just the past week or so. How it was all orange and apocalyptic and it was a hellscape yeah doesn't the song blame canada come to mind to anyone else yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's exactly it and i wish i had that set up for an overlay because you know if anyone knows me well i have a sticker of me with a rake on the canadian flag the Can- Canadians are, well, no offense to any Canadians inside the furry raiders and whatnot, the source of most of, you know, America's woes to some degree. Like in this one. And you know what the whole, you know, what was so mood fitting for today was you, there was a, a, um, a billboard advertising the game Diablo. And, well, amidst a backdrop of orange sky. And if that was not mood enough for you, I don't know what will. Really don't know what is. See, let me tell you. <laughs> Reality really is stranger than fiction at times, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, we've had <laughs> dust storms like that here in Australia. Oh, yeah. That that takes me back, Newt. Um, what about two thousand and nine? That was that was the, the friggin' biggest dust storm I ever lived through, and I could actually feel it proper in the city. And it was actually red dust from from the deserts out here deep inland. Often, the way it made it look like a friggin' real hellscape. But yes, um, let me. Just quickly sum this up. Um, you able to see this one? Oh yeah, that would have been a kicker. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's like they were trying to tell us something. In the same way (laughs) speaking of it was Activision Blizzard, in the same way that um fun fact, did you know four days into Pride Month, um 
Microsoft pulled the Xbox pulled the Pride logo and replaced it with a logo of fire. Hmm, what are they trying to tell us, eh? are they trying to tell us i will say this when it comes to companies they probably shouldn't listen to the loudest uh people out there as they may not tend to agree with the majority of the population True, true, true. But if they're the ones in charge, then making statements like these? Hmm. Well, that's a good worry. Ah, well, to get to the whole, speaking of um, things like Pride Month and while we are here, let us get started with, um, with this, first and foremost. Is Kellogg's next? Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> goes blonde and poses with Tony the Tiger at Tony Awards. So, I... What's being said online currently about this? Well, <clears throat> all we know is right now is um, it's just basically an award ceremony and, you know... Dylan's just been posing when, you know, playing with Tony the Tiger. So, right now online, it's been there's just been a lot of mixed reactions to all this. Especially if you've been following us, um, there is a whole big saga that follows around Dylan Mulvaney and the trail of destruction that he has been leaving behind. Tony? No, Dylan Mulvaney. Oh. And the trail of destruction that he's leaving behind. <laughs> Bro, if Tony could leave a trail of destruction, it'd... I don't know. It'd be a bit more glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um... Now, what does this mean, do you think? You know? Um, does this mean um, Tony the Tiger has gone woke? If he has gone work, I imagine someone's put a duct tape over his muzzle and then put a mask on top of his face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could be. I mean, that or his uh, cereal's basically brainwashing him. I mean, yeah, they've kind of... I mean, it's kind of already done that, too, to a certain degree. Remember, in 2021, you know, the, the parents, Kellogg's, jumped aboard the work train, and that's how we saw, like, the rainbow fruit loops. And, you know, and the redesigned Toucan Sam and all that. If you remember, we, had, we did an episode of these many, many moons ago. Mm. So, I guess what this means is... Um, do you think, um, what's it called? Do you think Kelk is going to go down the same path as Bud Light? Allie? Yes, I, I think so. I 
Speaking of Bud Light, I started drinking Budweiser now um, since Bud Light was starting to support that sort of thing. I swear, you and America in the whole of the United States have shit for all the beer choices. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Damn, Ozzy. Well, we have I better beers down here. Well, I sit here and I think about how Butterlight went and some of the other war shit that's gone over, over recently and think... Um, Jumping on this train, uh, you better hope the cliff isn't that far off. I, I honestly don't know why. I like, yeah, I don't know why companies keep doing this because my cousin is like, my cousin is left leaning, and she said something along the lines before of how them doing that sort of thing is kind of insulting to, to the community. So, like, yeah, if she thinks that way, I'm sure a lot of other leftists think that way. So, they're not making it any better by doing that shit. So, both sides technically don't like that sort of stuff. My mm, comment. Boombox. Bud Light makes me want to drink a Foster's now. Oh, I don't know. That was that I could take that as a backhanded compliment, considering, you know, Foster's is the only Australian beer that Americans will ever, ever get a hold of. Because it's export only. Or, you know, some people say Foster's is piss. Hey, but then again, it is kind of, I do want to, not to humble brag, but we here in Australia do, do beers better than you ever will. I'm just going to have to sit here and laugh my ass off. I'm personally pissed at you right now. <laughs> uh, alcohol. I know, I know. I I mean, I am surrounded with um <laughs> with people who do get on the booze a lot at times, but I'm not that crazy. <laughs> Still, um, could be worse though. If on the plus side, what's it called? Now, if the worst does happen to um, Kellogg's and Tony, and another Bud Light saga happens, and we all boycott those cereals. Um, what alternatives would you guys have or suggest? Mm. There are no Fruit Loops, no what's it called, no famous Kellogg's other cereals like Corn Flakes and what have you. No, they're, they're all, you know, because. You know, they're all set, shared under the Kellogg's umbrella, which Tony the Tiger is in. Yeah. There are off-brand cereals that people can always choose. You can always choose not to actually have cereal. I yeah. mean, it's not necessary as a food staple. I mean, you could always have toast or some soup, which I have in the mornings. You could have... Yeah, maybe a sandwich if you wanted to, just a light snack even. Or, you know what we do at work? We've been bringing in bacon! Mm. Fun fact, it's been kind of a running joke at, at my work because I have, um, I have this Hindu guy at my work and he says he can't eat, you know, 
for cultural and stuff reasons, he doesn't want to eat bacon and other meat products, but he does so anyway. In our presence. Speaking of meat products, I, I had to stop myself, but what I was going to say, without this being intentional, was that I don't, I don't like bacon, which I don't. I'm actually more of a sausage person. Why? Oh, we got to get her on the show more often. No, 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 no. I've got a question, a very important question for Ali. Oh, Are you going down the path of halal? No. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot on what the fuck that is, but no. Basically, halal, uh, if you're Muslim and you see the logo saying this food's halal, it's uh, quote-unquote safe to eat for religious reasons. No, no, no. no, no it's it's just... that it's been slaughtered a particular way. Uh, if it's bread, it means it's been prepared with certain types of foods that are acceptable to beliefs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And pork is not on the, li- on the halal list. Damn, like, no, it's just the reason why I don't like bacon is because I used to have a small ulcer in my stomach, and ever since then, I lost my appetite for a lot of things, including bacon. Oof. Um, but, like, yeah, I... I thought it was funny because I had to think about it because that 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 shit that I just said sounded so sexual. <laughs> well, still, either way, um, I know breakfast alternatives will be the way to go, like yeah. said, like I was saying. But fun little fact, um, oh, to go back to. A um, live comment. Boxcutter Husky. Tony the Tiger accepts Dylan blocks furries. On Twitter only. Mainly. Well, considering what the furry... Some people in the furry fandom allegedly did to Tony's Twitter account. I mean... Ugh. Yeah. Not surprising, right? I probably it's not good. That's a whole new saga in and of itself. But, but yes, live comment for me in Nubistan. Thanks for tuning in, Joel. Do you drink beer or liquor? Both. Not both. Not necessarily both at the same time. But not a picky drinker. I'm not that picky. Just no woke alcohol. <laughs> I'm well, like yeah. In all seriousness, I'm willing to try any new drinks as well, especially alcohol from Australia. I do want to try a drink from there someday. Try German I'll beers. I am here, and I'll give you know, and I'll show you the good stuff. Sure. Yeah, that sounds like a good deal. <laughs> what were you saying, Noble? Try German beers. Maybe I should go back to Tasmanian Noble because I've run out of whiskey sauce and I want more. 
<laughs> yeah, here in alcohol is just a bad mix. Wait, did you call him an alcoholic? No, I'm just saying oh. that it's in my state, alcohol in this state's a bad mix. Well, you guys have so much distilleries, it's not even funny. You put whiskey on literally everything. Yeah, they've been breeding like rabbits down here. It's psychotic. I don't know. I mean, some distilleries apparently made stuff like hand sanitizers, so COVID might have had to do something about it. Yeah, well, they weren't able to operate normally, so uh, they needed to make money. Anywho... What else does the uh, article say? Well, for the most part, regarding the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing, it's just... <sighs> those two... What's it called? It's just those two just playing, you know, at the awards ceremony, and... You know... And it's basically a cautionary tale, in a way. Like, some, some outlets have actually kind of acknowledged that this whole thing has become a cautionary tale for companies who want to, you know... Who, if they so much get seen with Dylan Mulvaney or, or whatever, or p- propping him up, then, bam, they're going to end up just like Bud Light. Which... Unfortunately, the whole get work, go broke isn't really effective as much as people would think, although it would be interesting to see how far Bud Light goes. And maybe well, it's gone me. down so much, like... What's the price of Bud Light in a Walmart right now? A cent? A can, I think it is at the moment. I wouldn't be surprised. But, yeah. <clears throat> but that's <laughs> that's kind of to be expected there. Now, um, speaking of um, Pride, you know, Pride Month and all that, oh, we have a kerfuffle in that. We, um, Starbucks has um, pulled some of their pride displays on on this on their stores, saying that they can't you know can't put them up. Oh, yeah, it's a bit of a shocker, isn't it? Though it's not what I was expecting because we let's face it, we all know Starbucks is a very big name, and you know, come on, it's kind of a foregone conclusion that they'd put them up. Well, in 2006, there was a movie called Idiocracy, and during the film itself, the one of the characters had suggested that they don't need a hand job at this point. When one recommended about going to Starbucks, <laughs> so I'm guessing they've probably forgotten about that whole fiasco way back when, but. Um, it sounds like they're not yet turning down that sort of, um, you know, road. I mean, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. But... Well, if they're not putting up the display, I, I imagine that it doesn't involve that. Well, if they've had to tear them all down, then I imagine people will be start lining up at Starbucks again. And, be, and they'd be the dominant coffee store in the States. Again. But still, 
coffee and the I do want to bring up one more time again though. Coffee and the United States has just been kind of you know I never had it done it done it a few times and always I will always say I prefer Dunkin' Donuts for coffee. Um, Wait, you dunk the donuts in the coffee, or do you dunk the coffee in the donut? No, there's a, there's a franchise store called Dunkin' Donuts. Done it, a couple, done it a good number of times, and yes, would love, you know, eating there every single time. So what were these displays that they took down? I'm curious if you've got a photo or if the article had some. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get you one. It's mostly um, shop front. I would say that it's mostly um, you know, shop front displays. I'll, I'll get you an article as quick as I can. So... Right. I don't... Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry. I don't like Starbucks anyways because of their prices. So, like, I just get my coffee from a local coffee shop that's cheaper than the Starbucks next to the place. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That's even better. And... Local coffee shops are the best. And if you come down here... Australia does local coffee shops the best because we learn from the best coffee makers in the world. Was that the Brits? No, the Greeks and the Italians. Yeah, Joe, Joe, there's a comment that Boombox said that I like a lot. <laughs> it's a. I'm it's... surprised Starbucks doesn't have glory holes. Now, to be fair, um, I have used a. a re the toilets in one Starbucks in Hobart. Oh, I think that store's closed now. And, uh, yeah, someone did drill a glory hole in the bathroom. <laughs> if you're ever in Glenorchy, oh. in Tasmania, in Australia, and you see a glory hole, you kind of know someone's, like, uh, on the other side when they start picking at your uh, elbow because you're using that to block the bloody wall. The hole in the wall. It's like, I hate people sometimes. Oh. What? It happens. That still, that's. Ew. Yeah. Really, um, what's it called? So really, to back to get back onto the Starbucks thing, it's more like their unions have um, told their employees not to decorate their shop fronts with pride stuff. And there's just been a whole, you know, whole myriad of other, yeah, whole myriad of other reasons. So. Personally, I'm not a coffee drinker, and I really mm -hmm. don't need to have this stuff slapped in my face. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, think about it this way: How much is being spent on these displays? Oh, of course, it'd have to be millions. You know, they, it, they all like, add up. The decor adds up. 
it's like with breast cancer. What good does it do it if people are spending hundreds of billions of dollars in making things pink when that money could be going somewhere else? I mean, there must be organizations that could use the money that would have been spent or has been spent on this advertisement that would support the area of, you know, the people they're trying to support. Why don't they just have up a you know, small sheet of paper, a simple poster detailing, like, hey, you know, here's what we're doing. Um, or, we're you donating know, or X heck. amount of money. Otherwise, we could just, you know, frivery up this uh, this window and make it look all nice and pretty. Or I mean, like, holy shit. Or you could just simplify it down and say, you know, happy Pride Month. You're like in a single monotone banner. That only need that only cost what ten bucks. Yeah, and the uh, let's say the display was going to cost with manpower and printing costs yeah. and everything else, you know, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, paying installers to install all that stuff, and then some more. Oh, trust me, the, being in that in that industry to some degree, I know. How much some of the designs do cost, like bannering and all that stuff. Trust me. Oh, hold on. So according to this, it's not corporate that's doing it. It's the local stores that are trying to decorate their uh, the front of the actual business. And they've been told that, no, unless if it's Starbucks's brand, it's not allowed in the front window, period. Ooh, that's completely different than what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm. Still, can't you know? Still can't help but go through all, all this. <laughs> Does it really make me want to drink Starbucks? Despite all this, no, not really. Like I like Ali said, um, they are overpriced stuff. Also, don't, don't get me started on the whole Starbucks got their asses kicked in Australia many, many moons ago. So there's that. Oh well, if I ever visit the States, I will stick to drinking Dunkin' Donuts and the local coffee stores. So what I got from that news article, it's the local uh, store managers themselves that are wanting to do these displays and not actual corporate Starbucks. So that's a bit more good but it also means that if you go to these particular stores you are in fact supporting the individual store itself that's yeah trying to that's, promote this sort it's of thing. kind of you know a bit of a catch-22 conundrum as i've said with before which is i still agree with if you are a business that wants to support a particular organization or group or whatever turning around and spending a lot of time and money on displays doesn't do much Whereas if you were to put up a small poster and then dedicate X amount of money towards said organization, that would be a lot better. A simple poster mm -hmm. printed out would cost, what, like $20, $30 maybe? 100 at the most? Yeah. Versus uh, the flags are like $100 each. I looked at buying the Australian flag for an outdoor one, for a, you know, a proper one, it's 100 bloody dollars. That's a mm -hmm. lot of money. 
that could be going somewhere else. I, 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 anyway, yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of the time that there was a furry working at Starbucks. Like, yeah. Yeah. Were they in full fursuit? Were they at least wearing a tail or ears? Something along those lines. All right. Well, we are going to move on from this whole Pride saga and leave it behind in the dust where it rightly belongs and move to the next item. Okay, what have we got? Amazon shuts down customers. Smart home devices after delivery drivers. False racism claim. Now, let's make sure that we remember the fact that this is a false racism claim. So I could uh, sort of dive this down to a very simple uh, explanation. A delivery driver... Wait, is that the delivery driver? That's not the delivery driver. Oh, no, that's the guy who owns the house. So yeah, would Jackson. you say he's a white American? Uh, Brandon Jackson, who is black. Right. This is the man so here. apparently... Uh, the delivery driver had headphones on, and when he was walking away, what was the key ring thing? The door, the doorbell with a camera and voice, turned around and made a greeting message because someone was nearby. They took it as a racial slur, made a complaint to Amazon, and Amazon decided to block this guy's uh, account so nothing in his smart home would work. <laughs> yeah, all well, the smart home doesn't work, all the Amazon stuff won't work, everything else, all the controls, you know, were locked out for seven days. By the way, sorry, I had to mute myself for a bit. So, really, you know, in a situation like that, like, what to do, right? Like, you go on there and and then you ring Amazon's customer service. So what I found out about what this guy did was that he went through the footage, discovered the actual incident, found that, no, he wasn't home at the time, showed the footage to Amazon, and the representative that was dealing with this thought, nah, just put up his hand and say, nope, don't care, you're a racist, piss off. <laughs> Considering this dude's black, that's going to be a big slap in the face. It really is. I mean... The other thing is, I would be really concerned as a corporation such as Microsoft having one of my engineers with a shit ton of spying software. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's... I hope this guy isn't the type to take his work home with him because, damn, that could be bad. Well, Mans is a Mans is an engineer from Microsoft, so so yes. I can kind of also imagine, you know, both Amazon is really, you know, 
charge of all this buying software, which you're not wrong. Remember, they've been, you know, Amazon's been seen listening to conversations in their smart home, you know, private, con private, intimate, all that stuff that you, you know, that should stay closed, you know, behind closed doors with no prying ears around or in it, nothing of that sort. However, in this case, it wasn't something that was said in the person's home. It was something said by a piece of equipment that he purchased. Yeah. So... I, I, it could be... It would really be understandable if someone managed to breach the security of his house and then just start swearing up their heads and throwing off racial slurs left, right and centre. That's understandable. What's not understandable is yeah. someone taking a, oh, hello there, as a racial slur. <laughs> Fucking idiots, I swear. <laughs> Greetings considered racial slurs. Well, and I guess it's, it's pro-2020, no, pre-2020. Yeah, it's the current year. Yeah. And also, to add to that, like, remember, the delivery driver was from Amazon. The tech was from Amazon. Could this have been an inside job? No, the tech was from Microsoft. I mean... I mean, no, no, used, sorry, the tech had... wasn't Amazon. I think it was... What's that? Oh, wait. He had the man, the man, Mr. Jackson, had a um, an Amazon smart home device. Yeah, yeah, but I think the key, the uh, doorbell was something separate. Yeah. It, does it say in the article what the doorbell was? Uh, no, it just, said, it just said it was a doorbell, but the delivery driver was Amazon. The smart home was Amazon. Ring. And no, it doesn't really say Yuffie doorbell. That's what it says. I don't know if that's a brand name or whatever have you, but I don't think Mark. You know, it's. I don't think Microsoft is involved unless, of course, they're providing the engineering behind Amazon. Okay, so uh, Yuffie isn't. Uh, what do we got? Oh, they got a lot of shit on their website. Yuffie, private policy, shipping policy, returns about us. Uh, no, they don't look like they're Amazon. It's a no. I mean, no, it's yes, Anchor. They... It's a part of Anchor. So it's that uh, company that basically was sending uh, unencrypted data back to the servers in China, which pissed off a lot of people. Well, look at that. The spying, you know, the web of spying just goes and overreaches itself. Yeah, in, so uh, Microsoft yeah. engineer with... Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a kicker. <laughs> it really is. Now, to say the least about the whole implications of all this, you know, Boxcutter Husky has indeed gotten the right idea. Reject technology, embrace rock. Okay, okay, okay. That might be a bit of a, a bit much, if all things considered. <laughs> but really, I think the simple step is just to live in how you've been living all these years ago, in a dumb home. Where you at least have full control over when you turn on all the, all the running water and the electricity. And not the system. Isn't that right? Well, personally, 
if I had a freestanding home, I would like to get notifications on my phone when something's going on. And then if I wanted to interact with the individual that's, you know, poking around, be able to do that. I mean, the other thing I'd love to do is to cut off the microphone on the other end and just call the police so the person who's screwing around on my property can turn around and hear me calling okay. the police and, you know, instructing them where they are, who what the person looks like, what they're doing. The uh, license plate of the dumb fuck who decided to park in my driveway because they're too stupid to know what they're doing. <laughs> uh-huh. But this level of... Uh, not knowing where files are going. Yeah. It's just too much. It's also a major security risk with what you're installing as well. That's the biggest issue here. Right. That's pretty much my take on the whole thing. And all that stuff. And also, to what degree you've got your smart home installed, if you've got the lights on, the TV on and all that stuff, then, yeah, you get shut down, you're screwed. Unless, of course, you tear it all down and do a, or do a manual override. That's if the technology you deploy allows for manual overrides. <laughs> and, and which, at that point, you know, jailbreak the ever-loving thing out of it. You know. Again, if you can do that sort of thing. So, yeah, really, I'd say just keep living as you are and just live in a dumb, ho- an old dumb home. You know, the dumber the, the dumber the house, the better. Yeah, unlike what a lot of people have the options of doing, the place I'm living in, I'm not really allowed to deploy this sort of technology that has to be installed. Mm-hmm. If it just sits, you know, if I can plug it into a wall and then plug it in my device into it, yes. Uh, security cameras, CCTVs, I can only have indoors, I can't have them outdoors, there's a whole bunch of... So, if you can deploy this sort of thing, be smart about it, make sure that there's another way before you, yeah, waste your time. Yeah. So, remember, all the smart home brands that you've been seeing, you know, Google Nest, Amazon stuff, Apple, whatever, and whatever Apple's probably coming up with, Probably stay the heck away from them, or at the very least, be very careful about what you know how you, how you wire it up. Now, live comment, Boxcar Husky. Remember, Ted Kaczynski was right. Technology will take over. And you know what? We've been kind of seeing that more and more these days as of late. I know, I could go on a whole tangent about how AI is taking over and everything else. Or how, you know, our tech, in our case, right, Noble, how these, you know, these tech overlords like Amazon have all their power and they're they're suddenly, you know, in control. I think a lot of people fail to realize that sometimes buying something doesn't actually solve the problem. No, right? Really, I think the idea of the smart home is just convenience and voice-activated controls more than anything else. 
Well, it's fun to play with occasionally, but there can be other options, and you got to learn to use that. Oh, look at that. Now you bring out the Karen face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder what she looks like in prison at the moment. <laughs> the Karen face creeps me out, um, honestly. <laughs> Ah, well. But I really would say at the end of the day, this is, um, it's really, really put a big damper in the trust of big technology items, doesn't it? They're like, you know, you become, does this make you like Pumaliri of Amazon? What have you? Oh, after I saw how Amazon treats its workers and employees in the uh, warehouses, buying from them just seems more of a uh, risk that I'm not willing to take. I mean, if you want to buy food from a place where they have no proper refrigeration or, you know, temperature not, not regulated properly, you know, by all means, take the risk of getting some serious food poisoning, but eh. No. No, right? And I get ya. And another one, live comment from Dingo. I'm worried for the future where manual dumb options don't exist. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a pain in the ass. I mean, yeah, we're seeing it with homes. We've seen it with cars to a certain degree, too, where, you know... Remember, there was a Cadillac that you can't open the glove box unless it's... um. It doesn't, it doesn't have a proper latch. You have to open it from the center. The infotainment system. <coughs> Yeah, the solenoid breaks on that, you're screwed. Yeah, no. Imagine that you won't be able to control, you won't be able to dumbly move your seats or whatever, have you? So, you know, in, in this future, we'll basically be like an autom you know, an automated hellscape. And that's kind of something like we're seeing a lot too. And yeah, really, rightly so, you know. Oxford Husky, I'm afraid of AI deciding what's best. <coughs> and they're not wrong. Like, like, how far is this going to go, do you reckon? How far is this whole, you know, techno technocracy? going to reach in the years ahead. It's going to go as far as they can push it. <laughs> I mean, shit, people freaked out when Microsoft labeled something in their uh, system. Uh, NSA, that was a kicker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And where to from there? Goodness knows where. So... Righto, righto, righto. Next, and one last thing to divert away from all of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can get to the implications of AI. That's a story for another time. But right now, we have another item here for you.
I mean, first and foremost, I want to preface this item as before we get to it. Who's been noticing that main characters have been getting uglier and uglier, especially female ones, in the in the last what two three years? I've seen some, but not as many as I was, can really think of. Yeah, I mean, look, you don't you have to have, you don't have to look any further than like say Horizon Zero Dawn. God, that that is like what ahead. And I guess now the latest example of this is um the new Fable, the the Xbox RPG. You know, probably heard of that like from back in the days. And. And this is what the female main character looks like. Alright, let me tell you. You see this? Yeah, I see it. And I'm questioning what I'm looking at. Right. It, I don't know. You can take whatever thing you want, like, judgment you want. Like, does this person look like she's um had two, you know... She's been on illegal drugs and shit. The, the, you know, a junkie's face. <laughs> yeah. Why though? I mean, yeah, and, and what? And what about the hairline? Oh, Christ's sake! Are they actually trying to use someone who looked from that period, uh, dress someone up like the way they would have looked at the period? Oh, no. Or... Believe me, from that period, from, like, what, the Middle Ages, that, you know, women would at least um, look feminine, graceful and feminine, at the very least. Oh, funny life comment, though. How about this one? Box out of Husky. It's like that one chick from Shrek that looks like a man. Fiona? Nah, because... Really, I don't know. Like, what do you think is called, is the drive for all of this? Um, is it I that... um? What's it called? Is it the people in the hiring departments that are in in charge of design? Is it designed by committee? I I honestly don't know how they're going about with the designs. I'm guessing they're trying to get quote unquote normal people uh, in their whole sort of franchise things, but this doesn't exactly go down so well. Mm -hmm. I mean, take for instance the uh, Elizabeth Holmes photo I'm using for my icon. If she was but ugly, she probably would have gone in for plastic surgery to clean up her looks because, well, you know, head of a company needs to look nice. Well, looks do still matter. Like, that that's the fate. It is going to be the face of, um, what's it called? The face of the game at the end of the day. So, really... <laughs> Yeah, forget about the whole, oh, let's make this realistic looking and all that. Like, let's show all of these imperfections. Please, no. 
I mean, yes, nothing wrong with that, but not to the point where it makes them ugly, right? I don't pull back my um, lips with a smile because my teeth are all basically buggered up. So, um, yeah, it's not something I would be showing off. So as to why this woman showing her teeth, which clearly look deformed off, is a bit sort of weird for me. Yeah. I mean, the clothes uh, don't stand out. There's, like, nothing to symbolize, like, the, you know, main person of this whole thing. I mean, if she was wearing body armor for someone yeah, who's true. going around, that, that would make more sense. But it just... I don't know what to make of this thing. I mean, the first... I think it was the first two Fable uh, games for the Xbox I actually purchased used. Yeah. And the characters on the cover actually looked like something that were you pay attention it to. Looked, this is something was, that just repels your eyes. No. It looks at, at least the first two Fables, yes, you're right. Not to mention Fable has always, you know, it's had this whimsical, cartoony, fantasy world style, right? I haven't played the games before. Right. But <laughs> but I think if you look at that one there, it looks way more way realistic than everyone would have like imagined or what have you, right? It's like it's no longer that whimsical, you know, that whimsical cartoony fantasy. But at the same token, though, um, I do say Fable is a game where you have a character creation. So, so I mean, really. You could make it as ugly as you want. You can make it as pretty as you want, but yeah. Now, to get back onto this whole thing, um, you have this. Another thing I've kind of noticed that people are obsessing over, especially in that department, is quote-unquote, realistic women. Yeah. Ali, what have you got to say about this? What about realistic women, though? Um, Quote-unquote, the obsession over quote-unquote, realistic women in games. I really don't have an opinion on it because I don't play a lot of games and I don't know many games that have to do with realistic women in it. Like, in terms of, you know, what you would call realistic character design, you know, women that have, you know, put on a bit of weight onto them in their design, like have scars, whatever have you, that, you know, their face is a bit pruned. That sort of thing. I think it I think it's I think it's game developers trying to cater to like the extreme leftists because I I like we know that extreme leftists that's one of the things that they want is like realism in games like like more women to be chubby and and all that which is which should be insulting to 
many women, just like how, like I said, my my cousin told me of how it's insulting that many companies are bringing Pride Month into their thing and, and, and all of that. So, like, yeah, that should be insulting as well. So, uh, Ali, have you ever seen Dragonheart, the first movie? No, I have not. Okay. Um, if you go look that up later on, there is a main female character in that. Well, she's not like the top of the thing. She's like the secondary <clears throat> thing for the adventure. These two go on. Anyway, as a sort of main character, she would have actually been quite good. As I have to quote the uh, people who were making the movie here, they wanted a woman with a bit of meat on her bones and not fat, and they found like the perfect actress. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. I don't want the bloody franchise, I just want the first movie. So. I think while we're here, to um, to use a more recent example, what about Horizon Zero Dawn's lead character, Eloy? Lots of people have said that her face is ugly. Oh, that's where I've seen her. Here we go. This character, this actress. I just sent you it in Telegram, Joel. Oh yeah, Dina Meyer. Yeah. Yeah, she's... pretty face. Certainly. She was in Saw franchise as well? Wow, she's had a very active career. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, how about uh yeah, how about how about this one here? Like, you know, like I said with Horizon Zero Dawn and Alloy. Look at this face. Uh, what era was this based in? 2021, 22. Yeah, I no, no, the game itself, what era was it based? Oh, Fable. That's, uh, Middle Ages. The uh, Horizon right. Zero Dawn is, um, no, it's, um, what's it called? It's, it's basically a hell, uh, a feature, you know, futuristic hellscape where the humans have returned to monkey. It looks like someone playing cosplay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, you 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 guys talked about that a while back, didn't didn't y'all? Like about that character. Well, the one from Dragonheart. Yeah. Bring up the actress for me on uh, Wikipedia on uh, the on the podcast. Right. For me, Dina Just, uh... Yeah, Dina Meyer. She's fifty-four, and she's still, you know, she still looks like younger than ever. She's like she's really aged well. All right. So, what's she start in? All American, The Flash, twenty nineteen. Wait, she was uh, in Flash. Yeah, 2019. Hmm. 
right. Still, she's got a pretty impressive portfolio. NCIS, Los Angeles. Oh, I didn't see stuff. So, so yeah. But really, at the end of the day, with this sort of thing in video games, it's who do these people pick as their models, right? And then who do some designers do the touch-ups? Right? Well, anyone that wants to turn around and say, oh, who should we base it off? How about this bloody actress, for Christ's sake? Yeah. I mean, I would not stick her in a role in, say, the Alien franchise as trying to rip off Scorny Weaver, for crying out loud. No, you don't need to I... put the actress. You just need, the fa- you know, her facial... And probably, you know, body type. Well, if you want a strong woman type, the only one that really comes to mind is Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit, if you want to make a 3D model of her and change a few things and put her in some like, ass kicker in a, you know, some action game, that would go down pretty well. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you give her, some, give her a line something Sigourney Weaver would be comfortable saying. <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, have her say it. I mean, shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah, it's one thing you know, get the writers involved to make a personality that suits the character's looks. Well, the other thing is you need to get writers that can actually write things properly. Exactly, and, you know, artists that's, that can make them look proper. Because the last thing I want to hurdle that modern game design can't seem to solve. You know, nobody can write. Nobody cares about that sort of thing, and they just put ugly characters in. Yeah. Well, I think that's just about where we we're at at the moment with, with due to everything that's happened this week. So, yeah, I know it's it's a bit weird because we were a bit, you know, short short on staff or whatever have you. I really do wish if you're, you know, if you're a quick recovery. But in that said, though, um, still have an interesting week and lots of interesting things that have, have happened. Who would like to wrap this up with a closing statement? Allie? Um, I really don't have anything to say on all that stuff. I've said what I said on one or two of the topics. Name, namely, with, the, with all things happening with Pride Month and Tony the Tiger and yeah. Yeah, if like yeah, if it like like whenever I whenever my cousin was talking about that, if if a leftist is offended by that, then I'm pretty sure a lot of leftists are offended by companies like trying to cater to the to the woke because like like yeah, it's obviously not working for them, so why the fuck are they mm-hmm. doing it? Yeah. So, but now we've got an all important thing. What the furry question? What now do the furries think about the Tony the Tiger doing this latest stunt with you know Dylan? They're probably still gonna be horny for him. <laughs> <laughs> probably expected as much. Or like, worse yet, you know, they'll eat, they'll um buy more Tony stuff because yeah, yeah. Fuck, sort of like uh, the gay Ken. Oh, fucking degenerates. 
I mean, God forbid, I once, I think somebody sent a, sent a picture of a bunch of fursuiters carrying, holding onto all these Bud Light. So, if I have it, I'll get it over. Not then. <laughs> oh well, um, Noble. Uh, okay, Tony the Tiger. Please do something a little bit more creative. I mean, I don't understand who this actress is or why people are losing their shit. Two, just because something's easy doesn't mean that it's right. Like the, the whole camera thing. I mean, you saw how screwed you got over when someone didn't hear you properly, or at least your tech properly, and got your lot like life locked out. It's interesting with the whole coffee thing because initially I thought it was Starbucks corporate who was uh, fucking around and wanting to find out where it was more the manager of particular stores of Starbucks that was screwing around and wanting to find out. So, yeah, Starbucks company seems to be a bit more level-headed than I would have thought, which is a good thing. If Yeah, it's refreshing to see if all that... More than that, more than whatever I expected. But, yeah. But every time I think of Starbucks, thanks to the movie Idiocracy, I I wonder when are they going to get hand jobs on their um, list of things that they sell. <laughs> well, I don't know. You might have to count it down and see when, when, when. <laughs> All right. So, thank you all for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this as much as we did making the show. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more later down the line. Well, this is our signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Dust storm! Bye, everyone.